Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. the Vegas Strip. Here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. Live, coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We've got an action-packed hour on Thursday for you. We're going to be going over the Josh Gordon suspension off the pats, and I think the Vegas take is going to not surprise you, shock you, shock you. We're going to get to that first. Also, trends of the week in the NFL. Biggest NFL questions. Also, bottom of the hour, Greg Cosell, 40 years in the business. We're going to pick his brain. And best bets at the end of the show. Joined in studio by the pro who knows, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. We got a bowl game tonight, and he's got a opinion on it. Fezzik out. Where is he? He's ensconced getting ready for us to win our $640,000 in the Super Contest. We're favored with two weeks to go. It's going to be a party. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. You can't have pros without Joes. 
He is Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ, as we come to you live here on Straight Out of Vegas from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We start in the NFL, the big news of the day. Josh Gordon, who earlier on Thursday made an announcement via social media that he would be stepping away from football to take care of his mental illness issues. It was now announced a short time ago that the league has suspended Josh Gordon indefinitely for violating the terms of the substance abuse policy. Thus, no Josh Gordon. His days in New England are done. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the news out of New England? Well, I tell you, there is, this is such a multifaceted question. So let's kind of break it down. And I think not only is this interesting regarding how Vegas has reacted specifically to Josh Gordon, specifically to the Patriots, but also it's insightful about the way Las Vegas thinks. And let's start with the following. If you were to bet the Patriots week 16 against the Bills yesterday, Patriots at home, Patriots favored by 13 points. Today, post-Josh Gordon news, Patriots favored by 13 and a half points. So apparently the betting market says, well, Patriots are better without Josh Gord. No, not necessarily. Cause remember other things potentially could have happened in that interim period that caused people to bet. But obviously, obviously the market's not overreacting to Josh Gordon's absence. Now let's compare that to my personal friend. I'll say it, Colin Cowherd, I'm as big a fan as Colin as you you can get, but I'm not willing to lose money for Colin. So we got to give you the Vegas truth no matter what. Colin today came on and he said, oh my, oh my, Brady is now out of the Super Bowl. There's no way, no, now again, this is Colin, no way the Pats can now even make the Super Bowl. Brad, did you hear that today? Yeah, I did. How would you characterize the amount of, just take 20 seconds, the amount of certainty it seemed like Colin had? <laughs> I'm very certain. In fact, I wish, you know, if Colin could offer a Super Bowl prop, I'd love to bet him on that, that, the, you know, by far the, the Pats have no chance. Get, get, give me the yes, they do have a, a nice chance to make this. Forget winning it. Make the Super Bowl was his whole recommendation. <laughs> no chance to make the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? This is a team that still has a really good shot of still getting the number two seed if you just go off who they're going to be favored in the next couple of games. Agreed. So I think overreaction by Colin. Now, let's agree with the following. Josh Gordon probably moves the line, moves the needle more for the Patriots. And when I say the line, I'm not saying so much in the Bills game because obviously it doesn't because the Pats are going to be able to handle the Bills anyway. Uh, chances are. it's The question is, can the Pats beat a Kansas City? Can they beat a Chargers? Can they beat a Steelers, a Saints, a Rams? And here's why I think against those elite teams, Josh Gordon, at least his talent level, was a lot higher uh, or was was significant in what it contributed to the Patriots' chances. And here's why. You can't be one-dimensional in the NFL. And even in your passing game, you can't just have slot receivers and short passes. You've got to have someone that can, as they say, take the top off the defense. And in the NFL, when you go from zero to one, 
is the biggest jump you can make. Think about it like life. If you have zero people that like you, oh my, not <laughs> fun at all. If you have one person that likes you, it is so much better. Now listen, if you have one that likes you, you'd rather 11 like you, right? Or more. But going from zero to one, big difference. Having zero playmakers over the top means the defense can pretty much say, we don't have to over-worry about that. Having one is such a big difference. Most teams have at least one. So if Josh Gordon went on Team XYZ and then he left the team, you'd say, hey, talented guy, a lot of upside, but we went maybe from two to one playmakers or three to two. Patriots have not, now have zero, you can make the case. So I agree with Colin, this is bigger than Josh Gordon's, let's say, general abilities because he was the one playmaker. Now, Brad, you know in the NFL or the college football especially well, the NFL well too, does that make sense to you? Absolutely it does. And keep in mind, the Patriots are already limited at playmaker. I mean, we have Fez relying on the big difference between the player. Uh, the Patriots offense this year is a rookie running back, Sony Michelle. When you're relying on rookies – and a guy that's been suspended multiple times being your big differences between you know being an average offense and above average offense, it is a significant blow. Yes, and it's not just because to me, if you go from two running backs to one that are viable, yeah, you want depth. You got to worry about another injury, but you got the one. Yep. Right now, Jonas, if I asked you, who's the play, who's the over the top playmaker for the Patriots? What's the answer? I don't think they have one. And that's the key, yeah. right? With Gordon playing, you could make the case they had one when he was playing well. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas, giving the Vegas perspective on the Patriots and the Josh Gordon news today. Now, I think those that poo-poo Belichick here are just so wrong. What did the Patriots risk? That's the question. And imagine the following. Imagine there was a scenario where someone had, uh, let's think of a good scenario here. Let's say someone had a 50-50 chance to win a lot of money, okay? They were, you know, somehow it was a, oh, you know, let's use an example, the super contest, okay? <laughs> so we started $5,000 entry, the pregame.com team, Fezzik's involved, Maddie Holt, who's a bookmaker's involved, and it was $5,000 against, I think, 120 people, if I'm remembering right. Winner take all, so 640000 Now, to me, I, I think we had a good bet coming in, but I know right now that we're in second place, just one game behind. I think we have maybe a 30%, 40% chance to win. Brad, if I said to you, give me $5,000 right now, the entry fee, and I'm going to give you 100% of our win if we win. How quickly would we do? Would you do that? Half a second. Half a second, <laughs> right? Because we, we're getting paid 120 to yeah. 1 on it, and we have a 1 in 3 chance. Now, let's assume we don't win. Would, you, would we say, boy, Brad Powers is dumb. I can't believe he took that 3 to 1 shot you know, when he was going to get paid 120 to 1. Well, that's the thing about taking risks. There's uncertainty. This is kind of Vegas 101 stuff. But Belichick looked and said, okay, if Josh Gordon works out, we've got a playmaker. If he doesn't work out, 
what are we losing? A very modest amount. So to me, to look at the losers when someone makes a calculated risk that's positive and say the losers are a sign it was a bad risk is the opposite of how you want to think. What did Belichick risk? What was the reward? What was the math of it? And I think looking at it, you could make the case even with the performance Josh Gordon gave them this year that he was worth what they paid in the risk. No question he was. But that doesn't change today. They're still left without a playmaker. Speaking of that, listen, I think Belichick's the only genius in football. He's a true genius. And I don't use that word. I mean, to me, genius is a word you've got to really, really use rarely. Because if you start saying genius all the time, well, you're really, really, uh, I think, being unfair. And to me, if you say there's just one and it's Belichick, well, I think that's fair to say. And, and I think it's saying a lot, right? So I mean, I mean this with like real vigor. I think he's trolling us with this Gronk going on the injury list. So, Jonas, we were talking about it before the show. Yeah. Yesterday, Gronk wasn't on the injury list, and today he is. Let me ask you a question. What injury do you think's happened in the last 24 hours? Oh, it's the um, let's scare the rest of the league injury. That, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think it's scary. I think let's let the rest of the league keep uh, preaching our demise. Right. Let's let the Colin Cowherds of the world say we have no chance to win it. Now the Gronk's not 100%. How could they win it? I mean, people are pretending like now that they don't have Josh Gordon, oh, man, the Super Bowl hopes have just been dashed. The guy was averaging three catches a game his last three games. Are you going to mean to tell me that an, that a Super Bowl championship was riding on a guy averaging three catches a game in December, the most important time you're playing football all year long? Come on, man. So, Jonas, you're saying Colin doesn't know what he's talking about? Well, I'm saying I disagree with him. Oh, okay. I'm saying I, I mean, disagree. it seems like you were saying like it was like ludicrous. It is. It, it's pretty oh. ludicrous. Oh, it my is. gosh. It is pretty ludicrous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> got to be honest. <laughs> I got to be honest. No, listen, that's the beauty of honest debate. Like, to me, disagreeing with someone's opinion, as long as you respect it, is what's fun, right? As long as you genuinely believe what you say. Some debate shows you could say, well, I don't know if that guy really believes what he's saying. If you believe it, I think it really matters. Now, last thing. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas recapping Josh Gordon. Colin also said, now I'm not saying he's ludicrous, though. I think he's so talented and so nice. But in this case, I think he was talking about, oh, Belichick never gave Brady enough playmakers. And don't put this on Brady. Put this on Belichick. It's like, wait a minute. There's a hard cap. And in fact, later in the show, he was talking about this for another team. And he said, hey, you can either have a nice car or you can have two vacations. But if you have a finite amount of money, you can't have both. You can either have a really good left tackle. You could really have a really good safety. However, we, or you could have that wide receiver or that running back. Now, since the hard cap has been instituted, which has been a long time, the amount of success the Patriots have had over the second best team in that period is drastically different. It's like literally one guy's Frank Sinatra and the next guy plays Friday night at the VFW <laughs> when it comes to how great Belichick has manipulated this cap. But by definition, you're making decisions to say, I can't have that, but I can have this. And whatever Belichick is thinking, and again, 
the guy is a genius, so it's kind of hard to critique him. No talent. I'm not talking about talent. I said genius. Genius. He's made decisions to say, okay, and I think this is what he's saying. With Brady, we can get along without great receivers and great running backs. Let's spend our money somewhere else. Now, obviously, you'd rather have a great running back or a great receiver. But if it's between that and the linebacker, the whatever, obviously Belichick has made decisions at a level that no one else can even come close to. So now we're going to sit and judge it? I don't think so. Closing thoughts. He also got crushed for Malcolm Butler and the way he handled that. Malcolm Butler signed a big-time contract with Tennessee, and it's been one of the worst signings in recent NFL history. He's been a bust in Tennessee. Genius, Belichick. When we come back, we're going to give you literally the most important NFL trends of the week. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm RJ Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a moment, we will have our NFL Trends of the Week here on Straight Out of Vegas. Each weekday, we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now on the Strip, 63 degrees. And the neon is pulsing. All right, guys. Every single week at this time here on Straight Out of Vegas, we do a little something called this. Now, trends. trends of the week on Straight Out of Vegas. You know, I cut my teeth. I came up through the ranks, made my bones <laughs> in the late 80s. I was a teenage, you know, I was, uh, I guess, 18 and 88. And there used to be, Brad, and you worked for one of these guys. Phil Steele was one of them. But there used to be these magazines on the stand. And they had all the old school, like, a team that played three games on artificial turf. And then, you know, on grass. And if the the sky was blue and east of the Mississippi with a left-handed quarterback, 13-1, and right? And you you used to, you were with Steel, what, about seven years? Seven years. And you were grinding there, finding a lot of those trends, right? Yes. Now listen, trends in the wrong hands. <laughs> it's like pizza, right? I love pizza. Too much pizza is a problem. In the wrong hands, pizza is a problem. Trends can be a problem. Here's what a trend is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a representation of, of a reality that's predictable. So an example could be way back in the day, the NBA used to have more back-to-backs. And they used to have, I can't remember, I think that they have three in a row sometimes, or there was like four out of five. There was just things that were even tougher in the NBA travel-wise. Even, I know this last year they're trying to help uh, and have less back-to-backs, but I'm saying it was even worse than it was five years ago. And there were all kind of trends that were if you're playing the third time in four nights and the the games in Denver, high altitude, look to bet the uh, the uh, Denver Nuggets. And you think about it, it made a ton of sense. You've got a tired team represented by all those games. You've got altitude, which means if you're tired, it's a problem. It made sense, right? So those kind of trends make a ton of sense, and many don't. What we try to do is find those trends that represent reality. And we were talking about the old school. 
Well, the old school trends used to talk about off a loss. The best coaches, if they lost a game, it was an opportunity to tell their team, listen, whatever you think, how good you think you are, you're not that good. If you were, how did we just lose that game? And the great coaches typically have a great against the spread record after a loss. And Bill Belichick has the best, literally the best. And the thing about Belichick is two straight losses, Dolphins, obviously, and the Steelers, even better. So to me, as much as I think, man, that line is high and Bill's got a good defense. And now that there's the turmoil around Josh Gordon's absence and Gronk supposedly you know, injured somehow in the last 24 hours that he's on the injury report. Skeptical, I am. I don't want to bet against Belichick. And the driver is Belichick off a loss. Brad, you've got, there's a lot of really elite college coaches. I think Urban Meyer was right in the mix where they were exceptionally good off a loss. What do you think is the psychology that drives such performance? Well, if you had players that were lacking as far as detail, a loss because it doesn't happen very often to guys like Saban and Meyer, you definitely get that full player's attention to detail, something you always don't get on a week-in and week-out basis. I think that's a big driver of it. RJ Bell, trends of the week straight out of Vegas. I think you're right. And I also think, you know, here's an analogy. Imagine you're driving and you've been on this road a bunch because it's your way to work and you're 50 miles over the speed limit. But all of a sudden, you hear see the sirens. <laughs> but luckily, they pass you by. Do you slow down at that point? Yes, you do. Okay. That's the way a loss is when there's a good coach. Now, another coach like that, Seattle and Carroll, also off a loss. But there's another trend that really backs up Seattle here, which is how good they are at home, the Seahawks, in competitive games. Now, why does a competitive game matter? Because the main driver of Seattle's home field advantage is crowd noise, crowd enthusiasm. And if you're favored by 14 or whatever over a has-been or an easy team, yeah, the crowd's there. They're having fun. But it's not that fever pitch. But you've seen Seattle, especially when it's a night game, especially on national TV, in a competitive game, boy, oh, boy, that crowd fever pitch. And Seattle has had an unbelievable against the spread record in those spots. And actually, Brad, you were talking about on our podcast where when Seattle's an underdog at home, which is pretty rare, they do exceptionally well. Yeah, Seattle is 11-1-1 as a home underdog since 2011. That's against the spread. Against the spread. 11-1-1. Interesting. That's a great trend. Last one, Saints. Same concept. When the crowd's into it, they, they are one of the best home fields in the NFL. And the driver with the Saints is how good are the Saints' record? When the Saints have a really good record and they play at home exceptionally well, and and this is something you haven't heard anywhere else, 100%. The Saints at home in division is like 50%. Like wow. Saints at home out of division is like 55%. If you just played them blind the last seven years, forget any other factors. Why? Because that dome, the speed of the turf, the sight lines of the dome, the crowd noise, if you're used to it, it matters, but not quite as much. When you, this Steelers have not been in New Orleans for eight 
years. These out-of-conference games happen at each venue every eighth year. So not many. Maybe Steelers have more players left than, eight, than most from eight years ago. But still, it goes to show you where the Saints had two extra advantages this week. One, Pittsburgh's unfamiliar with the venue. Two, you know the crowd is going to be rocking. R.J. Bell, pregame.com, and straight out of Vegas, trends of the week. Brad, quick one in college football, and I think this one's really noteworthy. Yeah, and, and bowl games mostly all about motivation. I think I got a good trend here about teams that are happy to be there. Good indicator since 2008. Teams that win their final regular season game to clinch bowl eligibility. So they're five and six. They win that final game. They get to a, go- a bowl game. How do those teams do in bowl games? How about this? 41 and 21, 66% against the spread the last 10 years. And which teams apply? Wake Forest this weekend, this Saturday, plus three and a half. And the logic is they are thinking, oh, we got a prize if we win. They win, and then they value that prize, which is the chance to go to the bowl, thus more motivation. Yep. Guys, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to tell you why all the Raiders' problems could actually help them this week. It is our big question of the week here on Fox Sports Radio. We do want to let you know first that we are brought to you by GEICO, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. RJ, the future Vegas franchise known as the Raiders, why are they actually a good bet this week? I'm not sure they are. That's why it's a question. Here's the question. This is likely the last game in Oakland, especially at this venue. So I heard the Raiders coach saying, Gruden saying, wow, there's so much history here. We got to, you know, we got to somehow make an effort and do right by it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but boy, Gruden is a master motivator. The very fact that it is the last game at this venue the Coliseum, I think it really might cause the Raiders to have something to play for because, quite frankly, you look at Denver, you look at Oakland, no playoffs for either team. What are they playing for? I also think, and we mentioned it yesterday, the Raiders were snubbed zero all-pro players or pro bowl players. And to me, that's another motive. Hey, they don't think – George Costanza's dad style, right? They don't think they're good enough. We're good enough for them. We're going to show them. I think the Raiders probably have a motivational edge against Denver. In just one minute, we got Greg Cosell. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Urban. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And it is going to be an interesting night because there is one bowl game going on tonight. That is the Gasparilla Bowl. Marshall playing at South Florida. And you talk about motivation, well, South Florida playing in their home stadium, not exactly a bowl trip. That will kick off at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Also, there's two games in the NBA tonight. The first is Houston playing in Miami. That will tip off at 8 Eastern. Then at 10.30, the Clippers host the Dallas Mavericks. Nick Saban won the Walter Camp NCAA Coach of the Year Award. First time he's won that award, believe it or not, since 2008. That was the first year that he had gone 12-0 in the regular season as the head coach at Alabama in the NFL. Well, bad news for the Patriots. That's because the league has placed wide receiver Josh Gordon on the reserve commissioner suspended list indefinitely. That for violating the terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substances of abuse. Fourth time he's been suspended by the NFL for that. He had led the team with 720 
receiving yards. Chargers coach Anthony Lynn says the Melvin Gordon good to go Saturday against Baltimore. Keenan Allen also expected to be back in the lineup. But bad news, guys. No, there's no Thursday night football tonight. First time since the start of the NFL season. Back to you. Thanks, Ralph. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in about 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will take a look. There is football of a different variety. So we'll take a look at that here on FSR. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. You know, I get asked a lot, RJ, why would you take this five-day-a-week gig? You're independently wealthy. Um, (laughs) Why? And here's the answer. I get to talk to guys like Greg Kosau. Seriously, this is one of the, what, I don't know, 10, 20 people in the world that can really watch the film and really understand what's going on. We're lucky to have him every Thursday, 6.30 Eastern. How you doing, Greg? RJ, I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome, awesome. All right, I really have prepared my questions here. So I'm going to make, because it's really an art. It's almost like a defense attorney. He has to ask the question exactly right for the judge to let it in. Well, is this going to be a case like they say that you're going to ask a question that you know the answer to? No, if I knew the answer, I wouldn't waste my time with it. Okay, uh, because that's what they say about attorneys. They're not supposed to ask any questions that they don't know the answer to. I've heard that. You know, that that's what Mark Furman should have probably remembered. When, uh, when <laughs> See, F- I'm old enough to remember all that. <laughs> yes, under, yes, yes, yes. Right after college, I spent like six months watching the OJ trial. So, Lamar Jackson. Um, I think on one hand, no one's going to debate he's limited throwing the ball at this point. On the other hand, no one's going to debate that they've been effective running the ball. I believe the fact that the five teams they've gone against – Based on DVOA now, which is a good metric, their rush defense, those five teams, five of the sixth worst in the NFL. How much do you think the weaknesses of the defense that Lamar Jackson has faced has allowed for the success he's had running? Well, I think that's a question that probably has multiple answers because I think that when teams prepare to play the Ravens, it's something brand new and different, and you have to defend that particular offense and that particular run game far differently than you would defend a conventional run game, and you only get a short amount of time to do so. So that's part one of the answer. The second part of the answer relates to how you sort of prefaced it, and that has to do with whether this can work with a quarterback that presently has limitations. So I guess the question to me is whether the stress and challenge that's placed on the defense due to their run game uh, can compensate for and camouflage the limitations of the passing game with Jackson. Where is that balance? Can that be successful? Um, If he can convert some third downs and he converted a few with some good throws this past week, then they can be successful. If he can't, then you end up getting caught. So we'll see where this goes. Okay. And would you say, though, a team's general ability to defend the run, even though it might not be exactly transferable to defending this Ravens offense, but if you're naturally good against the run, it's going to be an easier transition, wouldn't you say? Well, there's... There's many reasons why teams are naturally good against the run, and obviously some has to do with talent and the ability to get off blocks. If you're going to 
if you have that kind of defensive front and they can do that, then that clearly helps you against any run game. The, the stress and challenge that this uh, that you face placing the Ravens has to do with the fact that Jackson must be accounted for as a runner, so there's an extra gap in the defense that must be accounted for, and all the multiplicity of actions in the backfield and the different formations in the backfield that you don't see on a weekly basis. We're talking with Greg Cosell, NFL analyst, senior producer for NFL Films for 39 years. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. Okay, I listen to your segment with Colin every week because I feel like this is the follow-up. Well, then you're he a smart the, man. He asks the obvious questions, and then I come in for the nuance. Oh. <laughs> Are you going to tell Colin that? I, I'm, I just texted him. I was going to say, no. Is here's the <laughs> We've been hard on Colin the whole show today. Here's the question. Obviously, Nick Foles is not Carson Wentz. We got it, and I agree. But what did the Eagles do differently? They were significant underdogs, very unlikely to win that game. They won. Was it something that was normal variance, or did they do something different that you think could carry over to the success this week? I would say they didn't do anything dramatically different. I mean, what was obvious to people is that the ball was thrown more to Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, you know, I think, as I said on Collins' show, the, the Rams' defense has been – very problematic all year long. Uh, there were some turnovers as well with some shorter fields. Um, but this whole Carson Wentz-Nick Foles deal, particularly if you're using one game as a sample size, is a little silly to me. I mean, I, I don't know where to go with this other than to say that Carson Wentz is is probably a top four or five quarterback in the NFL with a chance to be perhaps the best quarterback in the NFL if his career continues. The only legitimate thing to say about Wentz is health could be an issue. But if you're talking skill set, this is not really a conversation. No, I agree. So I guess the question is... So we're going to use one game. Again, I'm just being honest with you. We're going to use... We know that, that Nick Foles had a nice run of a couple of games last year, and because... It was the playoffs, which makes it magnified, that, that makes it more special, as it should be and as it was. But what is our point here, that four or five starts by Nick Foles and the game last week makes him a better quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles that Carson no, Wentz? No. Is that the it, point? No, if anything, it's the op- my point's the opposite. Is To me, the given is he's not as good. I just, to me... So when you're trying try- to ask me why they won the game against the Rams last week? Other than normal variants, exactly. Understanding yeah, I mean, that... Some teams are just going to have good games. You didn't see it. Doesn't the Rams sound like have not s- played particularly well in recent weeks, by the way. And Jared Goff has not played well for probably five or six weeks. And their and- defense has had some significant issues for most of the season. We're talking Greg Cosell. You can follow him on Twitter, at Greg Cosell. You know, it's funny. We don't talk spreads with you or odds or anything. But the, the whole idea of predicting games, which everyone does on TV and all that, is when a game happens – what did we learn from it, right? Some, the team's right. going to win, the team's going to lose. Sometimes you don't learn anything. It's just normal variance, right. and sometimes you learn something. And I thought it was possible in the film the Eagles started doing something different that was just mighty, mighty effective. Now, same question, in a way, to the Saints. Because to me, if you go from the Cowboys game onward, you would say prior to that, Saints one of the best offenses in the NFL and a good, you know, average to slightly above average defense since the Cowboy game an elite defense and quite frankly a below average it would seem offense what has happened 
I would say actually their defense has been very good for a longer period than just since the Cowboys game. But, but I think when you look at the Saints, and I think we lose sight of this because of the excellence over time of both Sean Payton and Drew Brees in their particular fields, we lose sight of the fact that offensively a couple of things exist. Number one, they're not particularly talented at the skill positions. They've, in the, think of the pass game. They've got Michael Thomas who's really good at what he does, but he's not a vertical dimension. They have Alvin Kamara, who's definitely a matchup problem in the pass game. Beyond that, they do not have any other receivers that can stretch the field or that any defense would view as someone we have to really be concerned about. Okay, that's one. Number two, they have not run the ball anywhere near as well this season as they did a year ago with the two-headed monster. Last year, I believe they were probably a top-five rushing team in the league and actually almost transformed into a run game last year when, if I'm not mistaken, Drew Brees had the fewest pass attempts of any year of his career with the Saints. So this is a highly schemed offense, not a highly talented offense. That's Greg Cosell. You can see him on NFL Matchup on ESPN. Greg, have a great holiday. Talk to you soon. All right, RJ. Thanks a lot. See ya. Thank you. When we come back, we've got a opinion on tonight's college football game and also a pick in the NBA on TNT. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. We have got a doubleheader in the NBA on TNT coming up later tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern time, a little over an hour from now. It's the Rockets at the Heat. Houston, a three-point favorite on the road. You know, Jonas, before we get to the TNT, I'm not sure if you know, we're working Christmas Eve. Did you, did you know that? Oh, of course. Wouldn't have it any oh, other way. I mean, listen, it's the day after Sunday football. Most of, you know, the, the big wigs and all that, they're going to be hanging out with the family. We're going to be grinding yep. right here, 6 o'clock Eastern. And I'm going to pick some hip Christmas music for us. <laughs> you're gonna, you're Just right. saying. Okay, Just so, write, it, write it down. All right, write I got it, down. it. I got it. Think about Houston. What, some thought the second-best team entering the season? A lot of people did. I would say that was consensus behind Golden State. And this is a team, literally, if you would have just stopped a moment in time, what was it, game six uh, against Golden State last year where they were up, what, 15 in the first half, if I'm remembering? That was game seven. That's you sure oh, no. it was a yeah, game six, game with six the, and game seven. Yeah, they rallied. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Right. So if you would have just snapped and said at this point, what's the chance of us finishing this job? And if somehow we don't, we still got another home game. Mm. Uh, you know, boy, right? And then they started the season horribly. Well, check this out: Houston, five straight wins, straight up, and now four zero and one against the spread. So they haven't lost one spread bat. In the last five, and you could say, oh, they're heating up. I think it's really driven by Chris Paul and Harden being on the court together. When they're both on the court together, both playing in a game, 12 and 8 against the spread, two pushes, that's good, right? When they're, when one of them is out, one or more is out, one and seven against the spread. So I think we could say hangover, whatever, for Houston. But what we know for sure 
is that when both Harden and Paul are, are on the court, they've exceeded expectations for the whole season. When one of them is gone, problems for the Rockets, both playing tonight. After the Rockets and the Heat on TNT, it is the Mavs and the Clippers. L.A., a three-point favorite at home. One thought on this game. Clippers were one of the big surprise teams to start the season. Last 10 games, 3-7 and seven against the spread. Okay, that's not so bad. Eh, it's a fl- Well, they actually fell short of the spread by almost 100 points, 97 and a half. That means they've fallen short of expectation on average of nearly 10 points a game. So when you have a small sample of only 10 games, 3 and 7 doesn't mean much, but almost 100 points in those 10 games short of what Vegas expected, that is a huge downturn for the Clippers. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to take a sneak peek at tonight's bowl game, including a best bet from Brad Powers. First, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Blink Camera. When do you want to spot that burglar? When he's casing your home or after he's in? Ask John, whose Blink Camera alerted him of burglars trying to break in while he and his family were home, or Shannon, whose Blink Camera caught a thief stealing packages. Both times, Blink video clips were sent to police to help convict the crooks. Blink motion activated indoor and outdoor cameras or wire-free set up in minutes and run on two AA batteries that last up to two years. And if you're traveling over the holidays, Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home and check in on pets from anywhere using the Blink smartphone app. No contracts, no subscriptions, totally affordable, and Blink works with Alexa. Blink camera systems make great holiday gifts, and they're a brilliant way to monitor holiday package deliveries, save up to a whopping 40% off all outdoor XT and add-on cameras through December 22nd, while supplies last, visit BlinkProtect.com slash holiday. BlinkProtect.com slash holiday. Blink is an Amazon company. Guys, we have the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida, kicking off a little over an hour from now. It is Marshall and South Florida. Marshall, a three-and-a-half-point favorite on pregame.com. Yeah, and Blink would help when I get those cash FedExes in Saran Wrap. Oh, wait, wait. I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> go, Brad. Go, Brad. Yeah, lean Marshall for me on this one and lean on Marshall minus the three and a half. And to me, the mispricing in this particular game comes down to where this game is played. It's actually a home game for South Florida. Played in Raymond James Stadium. That's where they play their home games all year long. But instead of usually you award a team three points, a home field advantage, I'm saying that's the mistake here. Do not award South Florida three points, a home field advantage. It's all due to the crowd. I would not be shocked if it's a 50-50 split as far as the crowd. Marshall has more players from the state of Florida, 28 of them, than any other state in the country. They'll travel well to this game. Wow, that's interesting. Not only because they're excited to get out of West Virginia, they've got all those Florida players. Hey, I grew up on the river of West Virginia. I understand it. I think there's one more thing quickly. It's all about motivation. South Florida kids, what's a reward? They get to stay home and have another, what, 20 practices? Yep. Whereas they could have went somewhere, you know, a lot, you know, different and fun. I think that hurts the Florida team here also. Guys, if you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. The Odd Couple is next here on FSR. We are straight out of Vegas back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time for a football Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.